Hey man, and welcome to the Badam Chain with Carl. Howdy my ratties. Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome for the first time. Whoever you are, however you are, man, how you living? Hope you're living all right, man. I'm doing all right. That's right. It's me again, man. CR3, Carl Roberts III, Carl, Carlito. The list goes on, man. But it's still me. Happy weekend. Happy weekday. I don't know when you listen to this. It doesn't matter. Important thing is you're listening. And that makes you a rowdy to me. So I appreciate it, man. Got a fun guest for y'all this week. But before we jump into it, let me give you a commercial for an upcoming show that I'm putting on with a pal of mine. So here we go. Thursday, August 26th, at the East Room, at 7.30 p.m., Evan Norman and myself present Two Chongs Make a Pot Roast. That's right, man. Killer lineup on this thing. We got comedy by the great big dog himself, Joshua Lewis, Forrest Bopp, Allison Summers, Narado Moore, Mo Vaughn, and our headliner, Shane Bianchi. That's right. Killer deal. $10, six comics, and me, and my man, Evan Norman. Hope to see you there, August 26th. Oh, and uh, as a disclaimer, two chimes make a pot roast, not a roast battle. So there you go. Boom. That's a commercial. Appreciate you listening to that. Hope to see y'all out there. You guys ready for your uh, guest this week? Good, because you should be. This week's special guest is Wilmington, North Carolina's own Drew Harrison, man. Drew's been here in Nashville for uh, for a while, and what a funny man, you know. Uh, he's laid back, as the name sounds. It's, Drew Harrison sounds like he's going to be a laid back guy, right? Just if your name's Drew Harrison, I don't know. It just kind of rolls off in a in a laid back way. It's the only word I keep thinking of when I think of Drew, man. And Wilmington, North Carolina, that sounds like a laid back town. I've never been there. Have you been there? Sounds pretty cool to me. I don't know. Well, produce Drew and uh, got to be doing all right. So, ladies and gentlemen, sit back and relax because I don't think you can find anybody much more relaxed than than this man. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Drew Harrison. I want to know why Facebook has an algorithm that can hear me talk about lawn chairs. Put an ad for lawn chairs on my timeline. But can't figure out, I got divorced three years ago. Stop putting our wedding as memories. (laughs) Like, I got remarried, Facebook. I moved on. You should, too. You should, too. But I was at home uh, the other day, right place, right time, high on my couch. Uh, My wife came home. She had a stressful day at work. She needed to get a little pressure, relieve a little tension. Uh, We had a little afternoon delight. That's what the kids are still calling it nowadays. And when we got done, that's when I realized I needed to pay a little bit more attention to the things coming out of her mouth. Because I thought she said, do you want to have sex again? I was like, let me get a glass of water, stretch, we'll see. 
What she really said is, do you want Mexican? And I just had this dumb look on my face. And she's like, wait, you thought I said, okay, both options on the table. I was like, you don't want to do that. That's not a battle you're going to win. Because I love you, but burritos every time. But uh, we're talking about having kids, uh, and that terrifies me. Um, not for the first few years. I'm good on no sleep. I work better under pressure. I'm worried about year five uh, when they start going to school. Because um, my schooling just didn't take. Uh, like, if I could Billy Madison myself and go through it again, that'd probably be for the best. Because um, I've already been banned from helping my little nephew uh, with his homework. Because uh, he came up to me one day, he's like, Uncle Drew, you know stuff. I'm like, I'm glad you think that, buddy. Thank you. He's <laughs> like, can you help me with my homework? I'm like, sure. What are you, fourth grade? What do you got, multiplication tables? Let's do this. He's like, no, it's grammar. I'm like, shit. <laughs> Still don't know what a pronoun is. Uh, what's the question, buddy? He's like, well, I need to know the difference between a simile and a metaphor. I was like, well, I definitely don't know that. Uh, let's do what I did in school and uh, bullshit our way through this. <laughs> let's see, man. Simile, similar. That's just words that are similar, buddy. Move on from that one. And a metaphor is like using like. Like that wall is like your grandfather. Nailed it. There you go. Yeah, didn't know he was going to be the kid that was called on to say that same answer for the whole class the next day. <laughs> I like to think he turned to his best friend beside him like, hold my juice box, I got this. Uh, I had to go up there and talk about it getting put in the slow trailer. So. <laughs> we all know the trailer I'm talking about. But he got a nice Adderall prescription out of it, so it's got a happy ending. We both took one, he taught me grammar. It was great. Yeah. What's going on, buddy? Oh, man, nothing much. How you doing? Oh, just chilling. Getting good, some chores good. done this morning, you said. Yes, sir. I'm trying to trying to be that good husband, you know what I mean? Try to do the <laughs> dishes, you know, try to try to clean up around the house. My my mom's coming uh, next week. Oh, okay. Uh, so trying to make it, you know, presentable for, for mom coming to see the new house. Oh, yeah. Oh, new place. Yeah, we bought a, we, we decided, you know, forget quarantine. We're going to buy a new house. Yeah. Hey, my buddy, my buddy back home, my buddy back home bought a house during the, the lockdown. Yeah, too. man, it was a good time. Like uh, it was apparently a good time to do it. You know, I don't, I don't claim to be a financial guru or anything like that, but the rumor was that it was a good time to buy, so we went for it. Right on, man. Well, congratulations. That's cool. Well, thank you, thank you. Thank you, man. Oh, I'll send the games till the hot water heater breaks. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it's all your stuff now, right? Yeah, that's why I always. The, for me, I always love renting. For, oh, right. Little... That was one of those things when the hot water, hot water heater went out, me and my wife both looked at each other like, man, I miss renting. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately, you know. <laughs> right. You got to learn how to plumb and, and yeah. like, do electrical work and all that stuff. You got to call people. I hate calling people. <laughs> then you got to talk to them on the phone. <laughs> yeah, man. I hate it. What you need to find is just one of them good old boys that can fix anything. You know what I mean? Right. Just, just call one guy. Got a one, one guy, guy for everything. Yep. For sure, man. <laughs> yeah. And somehow yeah, so they, there's certain people like that, that just can do are. anything. You know? Me, I got a cousin. Like, I know like a that. little bit about a lot, 
but not anything <laughs> about you know like not enough to do anything you know what i mean yeah for sure i can barely like vacuum you know <laughs> yeah, right like i know the motion but like if something goes wrong with it i'm stuck <laughs> you know i don't know what to do <laughs> but yeah I, I got a cousin man that like built his whole his his house like everything That's, that blows my mind man people that the electrical that. like everything dude i was like how That's do you know how great, to do man. this and a lot of times they'll just be like, I just figured it out. Exactly. <laughs> you That's know? exactly what, what my cousin says. Like, I just learned as I went. Yeah, it started with like a mind. chair or something. You yeah. Know I mean? Like years ago. <laughs> it's always something small. <laughs> and then the next thing you know, they're building houses. Mm. It's crazy. That's wild, man. Not me. Not this kid. I'm like I said, no. I'm, a, I'm a bad renter. You know, I'm a bad I'm roommate. A guy here. Yeah. <laughs> I probably need my own place because I'm, I'm just... Yeah, I, I'm living with my friend, and he's just very clean man, like very organized, likes things a certain way, and yeah, very yeah. much the odd couple situation. You know? <laughs> I, <hear laughs> so you, I, I, I just try, I try to do good, you know. I just, yeah, I don't know, I'm just a messy dude, I guess. You know, need to turn it into a YouTube series, man. Makes oh shoot, I should like have hidden cameras all around the house. <laughs> yeah, just be like, watch me annoy my roommate. He 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 gave me a tutorial on how to fold a towel the other day. I was like, you know, I'm four, we're in our forties, though. <laughs> you like, think I, I really know, care? I know, <laughs> right? I know how to do it. I just don't want to. Do it. That's true. I, exactly. I don't care. I, yeah. I, at one point, I started. Uh, I stopped like folding uh, underwear and stuff. I'm like, wait a minute, what am I doing? What's, What's yeah. the point? Folding towel. What's Why? The point? Why you fold towel? <laughs> yeah, just throw it in a closet. It'll be all right. Yeah. Maybe I'm giving away too much here, but yeah, I'm just a messy dude. <laughs> <laughs> the secrets come out oh god i'm talking too much <laughs> telling too many truths trying to fight through that pain dog man will labels hanging out you know after the podcast hey man i hear you you gotta fight that hangover will creep up on you so you gotta keep it at bay you know? <laughs> speaking of keeping it at bay i'm gonna keep it at bay uh going to eat mexican food later i think you know oh there yeah, you go that's yeah. a that's a great cure-all for sure for sure dude and you know might have margaritas so there you go yeah, yeah. a little hair of the dog you know, yeah it never, look, hurts. Look. never hurts just give him a packet of uh pedialyte like can you uh make my margarita <laughs> out of this dude the peach pedialyte is so oh, fantastic i don't know that peach, peach flavor no Ooh, it's so good so i'm still good. stuck on like those basic you know like orange blue yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're right we don't know what blue is it's just blue it's blue green you know purple mm-hmm. it'll be fine oh yeah we'll all be we'll all be okay man <laughs> yeah we've been drinking dyes and food coloring our whole lives we'll be oh yeah mountain dew you know alone Whew. have you tried I that know. new mountain dew no no i haven't yet but i've tried the um uh I, I did try the one at bojangles though have you tried the one that was only exclusively at bojangles oh, like southern shock or whatever no you do you remember fruit strike gum like yes. with the giraffe on it Mm-hmm. It tasted just like that. That's scary. Yeah. <laughs> it was good, though. Okay. I was like, this is too good. Is it not there anymore? I, I don't know. I, I don't, uh, you know, I got I got out of the fast food game, so I, I haven't been keeping tabs on it. Yeah, the fast food reviews. Drive-through yeah, reviews. Man. We just got tired of eating chicken sandwiches. <laughs> 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 we ate so many chicken sandwiches. Oh, my God. How many episodes did y'all do? It was a YouTube we, series, right? Yeah, we ended up doing about like 50 or 60, I think. We did like 60 episodes. Yeah. We're like, that's a good enough run. 
You know what okay. I mean? Okay. <laughs> and you and your wife out there. You're doing a new thing too, right? Well, we've we've since quit that too. So did you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we switched it over to snacks, and then we were just like, we don't want to be the food couple. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're like, so we're 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 searching for some. Uh, we're throwing some new some ideas around there. We talked about doing, calling it the the dad pod, and just talk about ah. like uh, dads on um like sitcoms, like TV oh, shows, yeah. like historical dads throughout the, because we we watched. Uh, watched a groundbreaking series uh during quarantine called the oc i don't know if you've seen it top notch uh one of those uh, one of those kitty kitty soap operas like teenage soap operas oh, I loved it really but uh have one of the best father figures on a tv show in sandy cohen so uh if uh, if you're searching for a father figure and you want to get it through the tv uh sandy cohen on the oc is your guy Dad pod. I like that name. Yeah. So we're, 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 we're tossing some ideas around. We'll get back into the YouTube show podcast game here. Eventually just taking a break and trying to figure it out. It's funny. You said you want to get out of food. I remember like weird Al not wanting to be the food guy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. after, after eat it and all that stuff. And then, <laughs> yeah. He's like, I need to fix some other and, things. And it kind of hit like a low point. He said like for him and his career, it's like, well, uh, maybe michael jackson's and new records coming out it's like yeah right i don't know just keep ripping the same thing yeah find your own thing. i mean you you gotta you gotta do what works and none of us know what works we just gotta keep throwing yeah. stuff at the wall and see what sticks yeah and probably some moron will do something and and just take off <laughs> it blows my mind man the stuff every day i see something on social media where i'm like that's famous all right well, I, viral. Right. I didn't realize the power of like TikTok until like people started telling me, it's like, oh, this guy's coming to town. He's a big TikTok guy. I'm like, I don't know what that means. How do you get yeah. famous off a of video on TikTok? Apparently it works. People, people lose their mind. Like I, my buddy, uh, my good friend, Ben Brainerd uh, blew up. I mean, he was a very funny guy beforehand, but blew up on TikTok. Um, and I got to do a show with him recently and got to see firsthand his fans are dedicated. Wow. So he signed a girl's like, didn't sign, but like, she was like, write something on my leg. And he was like, what? She's like, write something on my leg. I'm going to go get it tattooed. Oh my God. <laughs> so he wrote chaos on her leg. He's like, this is madness. Uh, and she went and got it tattooed. Wow. That's like, can you imagine having fans thing. like that? Yeah. Right. Rabbit. Yeah. Blows my mind. Yeah. Wow. Like okay. a lady didn't like her picture with him. So she went back to the back of the line and waited all over again <laughs> to get another picture. Wow. Cause she was like, mm, I don't like this. Wow. Did he charge yeah. for pictures? I'm charged for pictures at that point. Nah, but I mean, he, <laughs> he was selling, he was like, dude, he was like, he was doing like pay what you want oh. stickers. And he made, he made pretty good off that. Wow. For sure. Good for him, man. Yeah, man. Was, was he a, a stand up? Beforehand yeah. or okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he was set, man. Whenever he got to start doing headline and stuff, it wasn't like your your standard YouTuber or TikTok where they had to turn five minutes into an hour. You know what I mean? Like That's so wild to me, stand yeah. up for a little bit. So he 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 was they say, you know, all you can do is hope for uh and be ready if you get an opportunity. And he was ready for it. That's and, great. Well, I applaud yeah, him for that. Yeah, man. And such an awesome guy too, man. So I love to see it happen for just nice guys, you know. Man, those other guys doing that, stretching the five minutes into an hour. What are they doing? <laughs> Talking. 
hoping for the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and like celebrities are doing stand up just because they're famous. I'm like, I don't, yeah, not how this works. <laughs> no, nah, man. So many, and you saw it so much when everything shut down. You know what I mean? They weren't yeah. doing movies. So yeah. all the movie stars were like, let me try stand up. Like, please don't. Wrestlers are getting into it, you know? Yeah, man. Uh, Mick Foley. <laughs> now he gets past. I, I like, I hear he's, I, I he's got to see good. him, man. His, he, he does one more of like a one man show ish kind of thing, but. His stories are fantastic, man. Like well, he's seen fun. some stuff. Yes, he has. Yeah. And like anybody that like survived that that one match with Undertaker, right. you know, just man like, had to get like four concussions, tooth through the jaw, you know, yeah. and just like oh. ridiculous. Like he said, he yeah. his shoulder was thrown out, you know, and he's still yeah. climbing the fence just based off <laughs> adrenaline. Just popped it back in, like kept yeah. going. Like, yeah, he gets a, here, he deserves an hour. <laughs> I would have a panic attack thinking about jump, like falling off the cell and then just oh, yeah. wouldn't even be able to go out there in the first place. Yeah. And he's just crazy. Okay. <laughs> he's like, do it again. Cause then he went through the, through the thing, Yeah, you know, like, that, yeah. Oh. And, and then when he, when he got, yeah. When he accidentally fell through the fence, <laughs> Undertaker said he looked down and thought, Oh wow, he's dead. <laughs> yeah. Like I just killed this dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And he just crawled oh, around. He started moving. <laughs> He's like, ah, like get out of here, man. See, that's the power of Mick Foley. He gets to go do an hour, and we're sitting here on a podcast talking about his stories. <laughs> if that's what it takes to get over, then I don't know if I'll ever get over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they can like, keep I, don't, I want this pretty bad, but I don't know if I want this to fall through. I don't know. I think a if you're in the moment. cage, hell in a cell match. You know I think, I mean? I think like, if you're in, in the moment, they're, they're going to be like, okay, Steve. <laughs> yeah i mean how many drinks am i allowed to have before you yeah know what i mean like, yeah like you're gonna be on top of this thing but elijah schlesinger gets to push you off <laughs> but then you'll be like, famous. all right <laughs> you know what you're right the way you put it like you know what throw me off let's do this <laughs> like i'm already broken what's a couple more bumps and bruises there you here? go i used to say that about uh, uh hank williams jr you know it's like after he fell off that mountain uh, <laughs> when he kind of really got famous like extra you gotta famous. go through some pain yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was like he, he probably saw like the devil or something on the mountain. Yeah. Like, hey, man. Made it. <laughs> you want to be famous? <laughs> you know, but right. Five, 500 feet or something. He fell, landed on his face. Yeah. Wild. That's crazy, man. Comes right. back, comes back stronger. <laughs> comes back. Yeah. I comes mean, back at all. It's a good comeback story, right? Yeah. You know? The fact you came back gotta at all. Got to be the underdog to get built up, you know? Yeah. All right, so where are we throwing ourselves off of today to try to uh, let's go to the underdog? Let's pick it up the underdog. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're the underdogs at the underdog. Yeah, yeah. We'll just, I mean, maybe not that high, but I bet you know, like we could hurt ourselves. We're older. I think we could get you know, like get a TV crew out there. We'll be all right. You know, get some <laughs> right. publicity about it. Like, watch this, and then we just scrape our knee. It's like, does that count? Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> you saw it. I tried to hurt. Did myself. you get it? Did you get it? <laughs> Like, oh, we didn't have any film going. Sorry. <laughs> Gotta do it again. <laughs> Gotta do it again. I can't. I can't go on. <laughs> like, no, sorry. No, I'll, I'll, sorry. Just stick, I'll just stick to these mics. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll try to do it the old fashioned. <laughs> well, speaking of that, buddy, let's uh let's take a little time trip back, man. I'd be curious to know how you decided to to start doing stand-up. Yeah, man. Um, just was uh just always that obnoxious friend, you know, that was like, Hey, have you seen this stand up? Have you seen this stand up? Like mm. 
people would come over to my house and I'd make them like sit down and watch like, you know, Ralphie Mays latest or like Kevin Hart when he first started out, you know, like, yeah. So I just loved it, man. And uh, I had a, a real cool job back then to where I just sat in front of a computer from 7 PM to 7 AM uh, nice. and just watched uh, heart rates go across the screen. And I would mm. just have to call, call the nurse if anything changed or anything like that. But mm-hmm. As long as you were watching your watching your patients, you could do whatever you wanted to do. So I just started trying to write and, you know, like write jokes and, you know, kind of like take what I was watching on all these specials and try to do it myself. Yeah. So I wrote for like six months um, and just had no clue how comedy worked. You know what I mean? Like all I'd seen are these specials where just a big voice says, and coming to the stage, Bill Burr, you know, and then Bill Burr walks across the stage and starts doing stand up. You know what I mean? So I didn't know how any of this. I didn't know about open mics. I didn't know showcases. I knew nothing. So I was talking to my roommate and uh, we were sitting at a, a local brewery and I was like, I don't know how to get into this. I don't know where to start. And the owner of the brewery would happen to be bartending that night. He's like, well, just do it here. Huh. And I was like but I don't know anybody else. It would just be me. And he's mm. like, that's fine. And I was, he's like, do as long as you can. I was like, uh, <laughs> okay. So first time out, man, I just word vomited what I'd been writing for six months, man. I did 22 minutes. Wow. For the first time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, I don't know if it was pity laughs or just support it being, it was mainly fr- family and friends that was there, but it was probably like 60 mm. people that came out and watched Hmm. like it was just a we just did a free show and you know the owner of the brewery was happy and i was on cloud nine because i got to do comedy you know and a couple people laughed at some stuff you know what i mean like yeah i don't use any of that stuff you know i didn't use any of it after that you know it wasn't good you know what i mean i didn't dazzle everyone for my first half hour you know what i mean (laughs) right uh it felt good to get out and just say stuff into a microphone and see how that made me feel um so then after that, I just kept Googling like where to do comedy in North Carolina and eventually found uh, Nut Street in Wilmington and decided to move to Wilmington. And now I'm in Nashville, man, and just chasing the dream. Yeah, man. What was the scene like over in Wilmington? Oh, it's fantastic, man. It's, yeah. it's you know, it's, it's a smaller scene, you know, not, uh, you know, after you've been there a few years, you've kind of done what you can do, you know, opportunity wise, um, you know, and there's some contests you can win and some spots you can get. And, you know, once you check those off the list, you kind of keep looking for like what's next. Um, so I loved it, man. I loved it so much that I probably stayed a couple of years past when I should have left. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's hard. Like I, I, my heart's still in Wilmington, man. I still love that place. Uh, I got to announce uh, today on all the social media that, you know, dead crow, the comedy club is reopening yeah. down there. I saw you post it. Yeah, me and uh, Will Abels, we get to go be part of their uh, grand reopening weekend, uh, Labor Day weekend. That's great, man. Yeah, so pumped. Cool, man. Good for you. Well, yeah, what, what, you. what what prompted the uh, the big move to Nashville specifically? More travel, like easier travel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I heard the, you know, the scene was on the rise um, and I didn't necessarily want to go to like New York or L.A. or Chicago. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I'm not. I'm not like, I love a city, but I don't love like a city city, you know? So like Nashville is a nice, like medium sized city. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still close to family. If I need to, you know, shoot over and see some family in North Carolina, it's not too far away. Um, yeah. cause my mom and brother don't really like to fly. So whenever they come see us, they, they drive. Oh, okay. uh, so I, I didn't want to make, you know, like my, my first thought, our first, um, notion was to move to Denver, but I was like, man, it's going to be tough for our family to come see us. So that makes we, sense. Uh, we chose Nashville, uh, and it's just easier to travel, man. You know, like three hours from Wilmington, you're still nowhere. Yeah. And you know, three hours from Nashville, you got so many great comedy places you can hit and shows you can do. Exactly. Like it makes sense if you want to hit, but when people decide to start hitting the road, yeah, this is yeah. a great centralized location to I do that. You got a great airport. If you do have to, you know, travel, travel, yeah. uh, so it's, it's, I, it checked a lot of boxes, you know what I mean? And, and it, we definitely got proven, uh, right. You know, once we met the comics and the scene, cause you know, everyone's just super nice and supportive and, uh, like shows are popping up left and right, man. It's nice. Like you got a couple that you're, you're putting on now, you know, you got your, your weekly open mic, you know, like yeah. I, I stumbled into a couple of shows myself. So I'm, I'm, you know, the shows, uh, the number are growing and, you know, there's not many nights where you can't do comedy, uh, in Nashville. And that's awesome. You know, that's what I was looking for. Yeah, man. You know, and it's great. I'll say it again. It was, it's great to see like the comics, uh, creating their own opportunities, you know, with, yeah. with that's just more shows. opportunities for everybody. Exactly. You know I mean? like, it's nothing but like everyone can win, do win. Yep. Yeah, man. We all can just, you know, keep putting each other up and that's all it's about, you know, it's a practice and B exposure, you know? Yeah. So, and you know, it's nice when you can put a little money in people's pockets too, you know, so yeah. it's, it's just overall just, I just, you know, we all got into comedy cause it's fun, you know, at the end of the day, like, that's <laughs> the whole reason we do it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we forget about that when it becomes more of a business, but at the end of the day, we did it because of that feeling we get on stage. And, uh, it's just nice to be a part of a scene, you know, that, that is about having fun and, and doing opportunities. Yeah. What was it? What, what was like some of your early uh, gigs like for you, uh, personally, because when I see you on stage, you're so relaxed and so like, oh, thank you. like, uh, your personality comes out so big it, was that always there for you or no? <laughs> like, it's so nice to, you know, it, it, when you first start doing comedy, everyone's like, find your voice, find who you are on stage. And yeah. all that means is figure out how in the world to be yourself on stage. You know, we make it so complicated and so difficult, you know, like we're like, I got to do this. And I let some people get in my ear early on, like even people that didn't do comedy. And they're like, you got to move around. You got to be high energy. And I was yeah. like, that's not me. <laughs> so it just came across as just weird and awkward on stage, you mm-hmm. know, like I definitely go back and watch some of the earlier videos. Uh, and it's just, my pitch is different. My, I'm doing some weird stuff. I, I <laughs> relied on the mic stand a lot, you know what I mean? Oh, when yeah. I first started. Um, and that just didn't add to my personality. Like you like, I like to come across as that calm, cool and collected person, you know, and if I'm just fidgeting with something that kind of counteracts what I'm trying to do. Yeah. So, I was finally able to get rid of that and just like you said, relax. Like we have time up there. Like I don't like early on, I don't know why I was so like, get everything out now, say it now, blah, blah, blah. You know, like just sit back and enjoy it and relax and say what I don't talk a mile a minute in a conversation. So why am I going to do that on stage? Hey, I had to remind myself at a certain point, it's like, Hey, go up there and have fun. You know, right. it's like, cause I get so like wound up and nervous that mm-hmm. like it's terrifying. You know what I mean? Yeah. But 
once I convince myself to just have fun, you know, yeah. it gets easier. <laughs> yeah. Cause, cause the only person that's truly going to remember if you did bad or good is you, yep. you know what I mean? Like a comic, uh, you know, he was a, you know, disgruntled old road comic, but he's told me this a, a while ago and it stuck with me. He's like, best case scenario, two people remember you. Mm. Worst case scenario, you bomb and nobody remembers your name anyway. <laughs> he's like, so go get those two new fans yeah. and stop worrying about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, right, cool. <laughs> Solid advice, you know? Yeah. He's like, you're never going to walk into a room full of a thousand people that have never heard from you before. And also, you, also kind of sounds like one of them, like burned out the advice, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, but it makes sense, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, he definitely, you could definitely tell. Uh, I don't even remember his name, but you could tell he was like, I don't know why I do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. They, they, some of those guys, man, it's all over their face. You know, it's just like, they hate it. <laughs> <laughs> you walk, they walk into the green room, they're like, it's like cool man <laughs> it's like they've gone too deep you know it's like they don't, yeah, know, what else, they yeah. don't know what else to do you know like you don't have any fun at all anymore like call it a day <laughs> you're supposed yeah and it's your job to make people <laughs> to entertain people <laughs> right how are you and then you it comes across in their comedy man when it's they get out there like uh have you yeah. seen this and you're just like wow you're just mad <laughs> you're reminding right now like where's the punchline like get to the joke <laughs> uh like joke yeah were you ever like a uh, line punch guy you know just one liner guy or whatever i always like to do like a little bit of like that opening up i think if you hit like a one-liner up top or maybe mm -hmm. just like a short compressed joke yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm definitely a, a, a cut the fat kind of guy. Yeah. You know, like I definitely have turned five minute stories into 30 second, you know, that's good. Like I definitely, I, I've learned to be okay with the silence when they're listening, but I don't, that doesn't mean I like it. <laughs> you know, like I don't, I don't like to go too far without like a tag or a punch or something. Yeah. That's you know? good. Do you, uh, you're cognizant of that when you're writing a longer story, like, yeah, for sure. Good. I'm yeah. like, oh, that was a whole paragraph where you put in some like detail, but not any laughs. Yeah. You're like, you need to fix that. Yeah, for sure. Like uh, Josh Lewis always tells me about story writing. Like, I can't remember where he got it, but it's like, look for those like signposts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Say a few things, joke. Say a few things, joke. Say a few things. Yeah. Because you, know? you can get details out and it's still going to be funny. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, he said he'll sit there with an outline of you know the whole thing and then oh, that's in, smart. insert the punches you know yeah, as yeah, necessary yeah. so yeah that way you can see how far you go without a like like okay i need something right here yeah i need something here oh, yeah i like that that's a good idea. i'm because i'm a bullet i don't do you write out your whole jokes like, i do, do and do word for word yeah i do and like uh i know some people frown on me because i use the book on stage i'm open mics but open also mics practice man yeah it's practice and Good also care. like it's practice and i like the visual aid of having the book yeah people, people seem to like it you know yeah so i do it also yeah it's word for word so just yeah. getting the right order 
I like to write them out word for word, but then when I go for shows, like my set list that I go over a bunch of times before I go on stage, it'll be bullet points. Oh yeah. I mean, I, my, my jokes are bullet points still. Like I'll just have like homeless guy. I know what that joke is, yeah. you know, or like ninja. Yeah. I know what that is. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. You can definitely tell when you look at my set list, which ones are the newer jokes. Cause I got way more bullet yes. points. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I do that too. Yeah, for like sure. With my jokes, I know I just write the joke. I'm just like, okay, I'm going to do that. You know, but the newer stuff, I'm like, make sure you hit these points. These are yeah. your jokes. Whatever you say in between is cool, but make sure you hit these points. When I was wanting to do like longer sets, but I still like writing those jokes. I was like, oh, I can just do the writing Dangerfield thing and uh, just write a series of, of jokes under one subject. Yeah. So I try to do that sometimes, you know, like, yeah. oh, drinking. I've got drinking jokes, you know. And then yep. just boom, 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 boom. Uh, like he used to do, you know, doctor. Yeah. <laughs> well, God, and that's also going to help when you do, you know, start doing half hour, 45 minute sets and stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean, because then you got categories you remember instead of, oh, I got to remember 50 jokes. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was talking, oh, no, I just got four categories. I was talking about this the other day. It's like, man, if I do, if I build 15 minutes, I have to write like 30,000 jokes. Yeah. <laughs> it was like i was like, talking man, to mitchell I, I crumbly about it oh yeah yeah, yeah for sure mr yeah. one-liner mr one-liner himself which i love his style man it blows my mind like i just can't think like that like hats mm. off to him like my brain just doesn't comprehend stuff like that like yeah. i i've become his biggest fan whenever he's on stage man i crack up at the stuff that he's it, it's fun to watch it's fun to watch mitchell because uh he writes a lot of smarter jokes <laughs> yeah so, like, they're so smart there's like a three second gap between him saying yeah. it and the audience catching up to it. They're like, wait, what? Oh, like he has to wait for that pop, you know? Yeah. It's fantastic, man. Uh, but he was talking about, he's like, if I do 10 minutes, man, that's like, it's like 40 jokes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. Now, that, I've been like, uh, just writing, being a jokey guy lately. So I'm feeling that pain these days. Yeah. I had to do yeah. uh, 10 minutes time. recently. And I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. Here's everything I got, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> like this, I'm depleted, this... you know? And then Josh yeah. Lewis goes up and tells one story, you know? It's just like, yeah. I do envy the storytellers, man, because they have time. You yes. know what I mean? Like, yes. they could do time. They can do tell four jokes and do 45 minutes. Yep. Yeah, but that's crazy. I, I'll, I'll be 60 years old and I'll finally get 30 minutes. You know, it's like it's my <laughs> lifetime of jokes. I've put in 40 years. Yeah. And and all my jokes are all old. You know, it's like, guys, I want to hear that other He-Man joke. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it. Oh, I guess I did write it 25 years yeah. ago. My yeah. I wrote this joke about the OC. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we give uh, the owner of Dead Crow, uh, Timmy Sherrill, he's a, a comic uh, as well. Um, and he's got a joke about going to Taco Bell drunk. And it uh -huh. started off as a three minute joke. And he's told it and built it. And now it's like a 22 minute joke. Oh, wow. That's great. Like too. He's just shaped it and molded it into this amazing and you're on board the whole time. You know what I mean? Like it's got tags and punches yeah. and, and surprises and twists. And it's, but he just kept telling the joke and it kept growing and growing and growing. <laughs> That's fun. That's like a, what was that one joke? The, uh, uh, they made the DVD about it. The, the golf joke. No, it was at the Rastic. What's it called? 
Aristocrats. The aristocrats. All the aristocrats. Okay. It's kind of like a, uh, I guess, each comic has like a loose subject and then they write their own joke about it, I think. Uh, something like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That would the be fun to do. Yeah. I forgot about that thing. Like, that would be fun. We used to try to do uh, at our Dead Crow open mic. We used to try to be um, everyone say one one thing. Like, everyone say the same thing. Yeah. Like, uh, and just see if the audience catches on. Like, right up top. Oh, you know, wow. Like That's everyone fun. say the same thing and see how long it takes for the audience <laughs> to catch on if you're saying it. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you said he has a thing about drinking at Taco Bell. I just wrote a, uh, a very similar joke recently. That's awesome. <laughs> I know I mean, that we name, got too. our good Taco Bell. Yeah, Tim, Timmy Sherrill, man, he's great. He's got some stuff on YouTube. Okay. Maybe, maybe he's, he's also been up. in some shows. Like he's, uh, uh, he was on um, the last season of uh, what's that big uh, detective show on HBO? Oh, uh, True Detective. Yeah, he was on the last. He was like a. He had a small part in uh, the oh. last season of that. Yeah, I, I think so I watched also it. get some some acting stuff in too. Ah, yeah, those guys are fun. The actor yeah. comedians, you know, they get it on yeah. both both fronts. You know, right? Yeah, he's been in a lot of cool stuff. Wilmington used to be a hot spot for. They used to call him uh, Hollywood East, and then our you know the politics got involved and screwed it up. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. dang! Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize that. You can see my back. I don't know what episode, what <laughs> season, what anything, but you can see my back walking up Front Street uh, in one episode of Sleepy Hollow. How'd you find that? Sometime. <laughs> we had it. Yeah. No, like I was a, I got to do a day of being an extra on there. You're walking down the street. Somebody's like, I recognize that back. <laughs> yeah, there he is. <laughs> well, that's fun, dude. Yeah, man. Like, and I'd just gotten in with this agency to do like extra work and then all the movies stopped. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> Cody Marley used to do uh, extra work when he lived in LA for a while. It's apparently, a sweet gig, man. Apparently he was on all kinds of shows. Dude. That's all. <laughs> just yeah, see him in get, the background, you know. You get paid to hang out in an air-conditioned tent uh, <laughs> and you get food, you know what I mean? And then you also get to be in a TV. Like, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I think they pay you a little bit too sometimes. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's like, okay, that's a gig, you know? Yeah, yeah. Be a very specific nice extra, you know? Right. Be like, me in the background. Right. I like your look. Homeless guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you ain't got to take me to wardrobe, you know? It's like, nice. They say, they say if you're not trying to be like the next, you know, they don't want the, like the leading guys to be typecast, you know, like Tom Cruise and, you know, Ed or Tom Hardy and like all those guys. But like, if you're trying to be successful, uh in hollywood like it's good to find something that works for you and just roll with it you know like be that typecast guy you know like oh, be you. biker number three you know what i mean yeah. you know like be uh you know prison guard number one you know what yeah. i mean like because it keeps because then you have build up that resume like i've done this before let me do this on your show you yeah know? it's like the guy from uh uh the hills have eyes he's got that disease alopecia or he can't yeah, grow yeah. any any yeah. hair on his face or anywhere. Yeah. But hey, yeah. alopecia it guy, works. You know? Yeah. That one guy that um, you know, like uh Danny Trejo started off as that kind oh, of guy. Yeah, because he, he built was, his way up to being yeah. a top guy again, you know, or yeah. being a top guy. He was the place. classic like prisoner, you know, like yeah, bad guy, you know. Yeah, like he looks scary. Let's yeah. put him in everything. Yeah, and now like but, I think 
his personality has come out even more as an actor. So it's like, yeah, get Danny Trejo. <laughs> yeah. Now, like, now, now he, he does comedies like, and like, like, you yeah. know, he stretches, you know. Now he's turned into his own thing. Did know, he do the voice? Being... Wasn't he on King of the Hill? Wasn't he? Uh, uh, yeah. Dale's well, friends. Uh, dude, I love that show. So <laughs> I recently went back and watched it from starting. I might oh, need to do great. it again because I just love it. I love, I love all those adult cartoons, man. King of the Hill, American Dad, Family Guy. King of the Hill specifically is like, uh, it's one of those I, I got completely obsessed with. I've watched yeah. it every day for years. For you know? sure. I only had like the first, I think they only released like the first seven seasons on DVD. Okay. And like, uh, I had them and kept them in rotation constantly. Yeah, you know what I mean? Just, I, yeah. I still I turn on well. Hulu and watch them. And they did go back and watch those last uh, four or five seasons they did because they're good. Uh, I'm not really as good. familiar with it, you know, because I like because you know, get lucky like all the yeah. seasons with lucky, like it's really good, yeah. Because he's an idiot, it's fun, <laughs> it's, it's fun, it's fun to tell people, you know, that's Tom Petty, right? You know, yeah. everyone's like, oh, <laughs> like get out of here, how do you not know that? <laughs> yeah, like look at him, he looks like Tom, yeah, Petty. he looks like Tom Petty, he does, <laughs> but with a crazy tooth, you know, yeah. Just on the pee-pee. Did too many slip and falls at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great show. Fucking love it. Oh, yeah, dude. Probably it's definitely top five of all time for me. Same here. Oh, just my personal favorite. What yep. what would be your what would be your favorite TV show? My favorite TV show of all time? Yeah, like what would be your top five? Oh, top five. Top five. Yeah. Okay. Uh yeah, definitely put King of the Hill up there. Um, man, put me on the spot, dog. Uh yeah, man. Curb. I love Kobe okay. Enthusiasm. Uh, okay. There's a wild card that just popped in my head. Uh, I will say it. Larry Sanders show. That's a good show. That's I hear a you. good show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I enjoy it. I got the whole thing on a DVD recently. Yeah. It's in my closet. I also got the entire series of Tales from the Crypt. Oh, uh, nice. Yes. Maybe not my top five. Uh, but entertaining nonetheless. Twilight Zone, man. Okay, I really enjoy the Twilight Zone. Yeah, you know? everyone's got to have that go-to. You know what I mean? And what's one more? Uh, there's so many good shows, dude. So many. And you know what? Let's just say uh, Always Sunny. I love Always Sunny. Sunny. That's it. That's, <laughs> that's really good. What about you, though? I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. Um, Sopranos. Dang it! Love yeah, the nah. Sopranos. Yeah. Yeah, I got to do right. the cliche answer, man. I got to go Sopranos. Uh, I do love The Wire, but I'm not going to put it in my top five. I like, I'm not going to be that guy. Uh, yeah. But I like I like Sons of Anarchy, man. I really yeah. enjoyed Sons of Anarchy. Like, that only was watched, really like, good to me. I only watched uh, a few episodes of that. The best series finale I've ever seen. Okay. Like, it wrapped, it tied up everything. Mm. Like, you left zero questions. You like you knew exactly how everyone stood at the end of that show. It's really good. Uh, I got to go Wings. Have you seen Wings? Hey, you know, I watched two brother some of pilots. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that show. Okay. Uh, and, and then I got to go probably King of the Hill. And if I'm being honest with myself, I got to go American Dad because okay. I'll probably watch it more than anything. I got you. I'll tell you one. I'll tell you like a uh, close runner up because it is so fantastic. It's Sanford and Son. I love yeah. Sanford and Son, yeah, dude. I do. I fell in love with those old TV shows, man. Like I, I went through a phase probably from like 10 to like 20 something where mm. I just watched, you know, Sanford and Sons and, and uh, 
like Green Acres. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Like I love Lucy. A lot of that being on uh like Nick like at Night TV Land. Yeah, yeah Nick yeah. at Night. Like all that stuff, man. I fell in love with all those old TV shows. So I, yeah. I hear you, man. Dude, like for some reason, uh to this day, Sanford Sun's like the only show I can watch alone and just belly laugh by myself. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's so good. Just, the cut downs, man. I love a good show that just two guys just rip on each other and it's just <laughs> so good. And it's like Red Fox to a T. You know, it's just Yeah, like, man. Good Lord, Fred Sanford's one of the best, you know. Uh my dad is like turned into Fred Sanford. <laughs> the older he's got, man, it's crazy. He walks That's like fantastic. him. He looks like him to me. Uh he's got the same gags that Fred Sanford does. He has, he has a uh, um, drawer full of uh, like glasses, you know, yes. just like Fred yeah. Sanford did. He he works at a junk store. Now. Oh no! His his right. sister's his sister's antique store. So I'm like, oh, you're a junk man. On. Yeah, and now I call See him pop. A remake. I call yeah. him pop. You know, it's crazy you need to get dude. a film crew following y'all around. And and like his voice is. Gotten real like graggly, like hey, man, it's like oh, hey, yeah. you even sound like Red Fox, dude. <laughs> oh, please tell me he's got a laugh too when he burns, like when he throws an insult out at you. Oh, he loves a good insult. Yeah, he loves a good insult. He can laugh like Shemp from Three Stooges too. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's one of those like big hearty laughs, you know. Man, talk about something I can watch. Like I can just sit down let and me, watch. Let me take out all the time. time. I'm gonna put Three I, Stooges up there. Too. I love Three Stooges, yeah. man. Like that. I. I was just so fascinated with that as a kid. You know Same. what I mean? Like, yeah, I loved it. I never wanted anyone to like do this stuff to me, but it was hilarious. Like, you know, like I know so much about the Stooges all their lives and stuff. Like uh, I've done research, you know, it's like, oh, I've seen every episode. Three Stooges holes. Yeah, holes. dude. Yeah. And uh, I hate the Joe episodes. So those are so lame. Like after okay. Curly and Shemp left, well, they passed yeah. away. But uh, yeah. yeah, Joe, Mo Curly and Joe. No. Lame, yeah. extra lame. It doesn't even sound right. No, Mo Curly and Joe. Yeah, no, Mo Larry and Joe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mo Larry. Yeah. yeah. See, that just doesn't sound right. No, Joe just doesn't sound like a three stooges. It hurts, you know. Yeah. You knew, you knew that Mo Curly and Shemp were brothers. Huh? I did not know that. Yeah. There you go. Wow. Just a little knowledge. Yes. No, I'm I'm intrigued, man. I don't want to sit down and pick your brain about the three stooges. I've got all of their episodes on DVD. And the Joe episodes are still sealed. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not touching it. Yeah. I'm no. okay. Yeah. Can't even give it away. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Try to sneak How it in. How many were there? Uh, I mean, serious? They yeah, because I don't think I've ever seen one with Joe. Uh, they they ran probably it was one of the longest running uh, series that MGM had. And, really? And they had a very unceremoniously uh and they showed up to the parking lot one day and they wouldn't let them in <laughs> after like 16 years or something crazy but with the with mgm just That's overnight crazy. overnight like a new uh ceo came in hated him so no more stooge wow yeah they probably did uh i don't know how the episode count but they were there 12 to 16 years, something like that. That's crazy, man. <laughs> I didn't know that uh, Shemp died at 60 from a heart attack. Oh, you're looking it up now? Yeah. No, now I'm, I know what I'm going to do the rest of the afternoon. There you I'm go. Go down, down some, the Stooges. Hole. Yeah, man. 
And Curly, uh, Curly had that. series of strokes and stuff in his 40s, <sighs> like just Dude. way young. And Shemp was the original uh, third guy, but Shemp uh, started like a solo Hollywood thing career. So they got the kid brother, uh, Curly, to come in. Okay. And then uh, the world was like uh, introduced to the Stooges as Moe, and Curly. But Shemp was... The original guy. The original. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. On vaudeville so, or whatever. Okay. So are the episodes with Shemp? They're after Curly. They were because they, they brought him after, back. Okay. I was gonna yeah. okay. I was like, did they bring him back or did they record some previous stuff and then uh, re-air the previous? They, they didn't have any. So like okay. by the time they got MGM, it was Moeller and Curly. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. They started out as a vaudeville act. And then Shemp came back. Came back. Yeah, yeah. Okay. A lot of people um, don't like him. I love Shemp. Like Shemp's my dad's favorite. Uh, my, mm-hmm. one of my boys, Brett, back home loves Shemp. I love Shemp. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. underrated, man. Like, I think they're all entertaining. I just oh, didn't yeah. know about this Joe character. Oh yeah, you don't want to know Joe. He's lame, man. He's just lame. Yeah. Maybe that's why I just didn't know. I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend. Maybe the universe was protecting me from it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> all right well we're doing less dude and i always do this uh it looks like we're getting a little close to our time i appreciate okay. you hanging out dog hey, man, uh, thank you here's a list for you dude if you got a mount rushmore of comedians Ooh. who is in your who is your top four? Oh, okay building a mountain. am i picking am i picking just like who i think's the greatest or who my personal favorite personal favorites personal favorite okay i'm gonna go Oof. Uh, I gotta go I gotta go Brian Regan yep cause he got me like I remember watching his early like 90s stuff Uh, and I gotta go John Panette those two got me into comedy so I gotta go Brian Regan John Panette oh man (laughs) Kyle Kinane because mm-hmm. I think he's probably the greatest of our time. And that last one's so hard. Is it Nate Bergazzi or Tom Segura? You build the mountain dog. <laughs> by the closest of margins, I'm going to go to Nate Bergazzi. Okay. Support, support Nashville, too. You know, yeah, so yeah. There you go. Yeah. I think Nashville would... Uh, like that mountain. <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, oof, God, dude, this, yeah, because Kyle Kinane's my favorite now. He's great, isn't he? You know, yeah. I, I really and, first got turned on to him on like that DH1 uh, storytelling thing they do. Okay, no, DH1, nice. uh, uh, Comedy Central. The, Good Lord. DH1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the, did that really? Did this? Is this happening or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, I just clicked on Kyle Kinane. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Like, that story is, is fantastic. Yeah, and he has like three. All of his albums are amazing. Mm. And like, yeah, just going down that wormhole of uh, backtracking. You know, have you seen his um the stand ups on Netflix? I haven't watched it yet. Ooh, I need, I it's my it's one of my favorite specials of all time, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I gotta check it out. Yeah, it's amazing. Like he has the best written. KKK joke I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> so that just teases it enough for you to go watch it. Yeah. Like it's the yeah. best written joke I've 
You know, oh, I love a good KKK joke. <laughs> I've watched it probably 20 times and I might go watch it again now that I'm talking about it. Oh, okay. That's fair. Yeah. Well, just before we get off here, brother, Drew, where can people find you online, dude? Yeah, please do. I just announced a bunch of shows. I'm going out on the road uh, a lot uh, at the beginning of September and I got a lot of cool Nashville shows in August. So please check out DrewHarrisonComedy.com. Got all my upcoming dates and uh, some clips of my stand up. And I do a football po- uh, podcast called Nickel and Dime uh, with my good buddy and just football. Like he just knows everything like genius. Uh, Sean Sudler. Uh, so you can find that. <clears throat> it's got links to all my social media. Uh, find me on Instagram at Laugh with Harrison. That's my favorite one. Uh, you know, since Facebook's dying. Um, but yeah, I'm on Twitter at Harrison underscore comedy. Just uh, got a lot of cool stuff coming up, and I'm 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 hope to share it with everybody. Awesome, buddy. Heck yeah, dude. Thanks for hanging out, man. Hey, thank you so much for having me, man. Oh, I got you, brother. I will right, we'll see you soon, bud. All right, bud. there it was guys another episode in the bag man thanks drew for hanging out with us and thank you for hanging out with the badum ching with carl man now on all that stuff apple podcast spotify just get out there and grab it man as always click that like click that subscribe shoot me an email let me know how we're doing man cr3comedy at gmail.com I've got merch too, so if you want to know about that, ask me a question about that on my email. Find me on Instagram if you want, CR3Comedy. It's also my handle on Twitter. Follow that if you want to see something dumb. Uh, Guys, as always, appreciate you for hanging out. Come back next week because I guarantee you're going to enjoy it. So until next time, we'll see you later.